Hello, it's Monday. It is what? January 13th, 2020. It's a it's a whole new decade. And we've been doing this for inside of two decades now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we hey, well, first of all, let's give you a proper intro. This is Keisha. Oh wait. <laughs> this is Mark. Co-host, Just a Bit Outside Radio Show, and to my right, as always, the host, the star of the show, the greatest slice of pizza this side of Italy. I love that shit. Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, fam? Man, outsiders, everybody out there in the 410. Yo, I gotta say, like, we haven't been uh we haven't been on for like a month now. Yeah. So, you know. In true Raven fashion, you, you guys want to bear with us because we're going to be knocking off some rust. <laughs> Two, maybe not as much rust, rust as the uh, Ravens, but uh, a little something, something going on. A little something, something. Yeah. And can I just say for myself, I have been set free. I was a political prisoner for seven days thanks to the army of Zuckerberg. And I have finally been let out of jail today. Well... Happy Freedom Day, <laughs> January 13th. You can't, you can't give me no more shit. <laughs> hey, you know, the black people have Juneteenth. We're going to give you January 18th. <laughs> so. Free at last. Welcome back, Mark. Uh, okay. I keep telling your ass, stay out of them groups. Stay out of them groups. Arguing with them people about politics, man. But uh, welcome back, man, and, and welcome back, everybody. Um, you know, it's it's 2020, New Year, same old Jabbo, but I will say this, this is fitting to be a great season, great year. We got a lot of things going on with you guys. I'm hoping to get back on the road with my touring of the Major League Baseball parks. I, I'm really hoping, sending a, a prayer out there, because I got a lot going on. I got a, a lot on my plate, right. Wedding, you know, we're trying to roll out some other podcasts this year, so it's really going to be exciting for our outsider fans, man. Um, yo, so we're going to talk about the weekend. Let's uh, let's start with Friday. Let's start with Friday. Uh, Ravens fuel up down at MT Bank Stadium. I got up nice and early and went down there, and you know, I'm gonna shout out my girl, Jaina. Thanks a lot for getting me up at, at 6 o'clock in the morning to come down there and get my, my car stencil. You know, got a free breakfast from uh, Dunkin' Donuts. That was always nice. good. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did you make it to work that day? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I was a couple of beers in, and I was totally <laughs> lit by uh, by 9 o'clock, man. I mean, the, the Ravens really went all out uh, this year for the playoffs and the fans. Man, the fuel up was awesome. Um, basically what you got to do was you got to get your car stenciled. Uh, you got a lot of like merch, flags, stickers, all types of, you know, shit that fans love. And, uh, 98 Rock was out there, you know, Poe was out there. And, and the greatest part of all, we had some, uh, former champs out there. They was in the building, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got a chance to meet Chris McAllister and, and Edmund Mulatalo, you know, and, and that was really special. Really special. I think the greatest part of all that was uh, someone made a little bit of a local news. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Favorite part got interviewed by Fox Forty Five, and I, you know, I have to tell you this story because um, I, I believe the reporter's name is Rachel. I can't remember the last name, but I got it. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, I have to shout her out because uh, you know we 
everybody was just, you know, mingling, doing the fan thing. And I was about a beer in. I was I was a snake dog in at that point, you know, feeling real good. And I see this woman walking around with a microphone and she's just like, oh, I'm just having such a hard time finding someone who isn't afraid of the camera. What? Right. So you know me, I'm like, lady, if you don't get this damn camera over here, she's like, all right, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I went off and, you know, got the got the people hype and everything, man, and it, and it was really cool, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I got to shout her out, too, because I hit her up on uh, Twitter and was like, hey, our co-host was on Fox 45, and uh, she sent me the clip right there on Twitter. So yeah, and, and is now following us, so, yeah. you know, another really big, big up for the show, and Thank you so much, Rachel, man. You're cool as shit. Really awesome. <laughs> really awesome. And that, that, that really was a lot of fun. Um, anything else? Go down this weekend before we talk about the game. <laughs> Not really. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, since we've last been on the air, did you go see Star Wars? I have not what? seen Star Wars yet. I know. I'm totally dropping the dark side ball. <laughs> man. You just don't I, want it to be over yet. I know. I know. I know. I'm, I'm still like, I'm on episode, gosh, because I, I went back to watch them all. Yeah. And I think I'm on, I'm on episode five right now. So I still got what, three more episodes to go before, yeah. I, before I conclude the, the best story ever told. I, I still say it's the best story ever told beats the Bible. Beats Game of Thrones, whatever you want to throw at me. Not really. Her. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Please rolls right over that one. You know what I mean. So uh, yeah, I still got that on deck for real, for real. Um, you know, we we kind of rolled right through Christmas and the New Year, and uh, you know, since we didn't get to give our you know our Christmas wish list uh, for the year, I thought it would be cool to open the show up with a uh, Jabbo wish list for 2020. You know, um, have you given any thoughts of what you'd like to see this year with any of your teams or just yeah, shit, anything in general? I left my notes in my bag, so I hope I remember it right. I mean, I can grab it. But uh, I came up with a five because we always do a, a, a fave five. Nice. Fave, fave five. Okay. Um, first off, I'm going to say this first one absolutely is not going to happen, but it's, <laughs> not, it's on my wish list. Dig it. Uh, LJ8. Okay. You know, he's on a rookie contract. What are those usually? Four years, maybe five? Yeah. So three or four uh, years. Next year, the Ravens. Now that the season's over, they're going into it with uh, like the fifth best cap position of all the teams. Yes. And yes. they have a lot of money. And did you see how much is available? I forget. It's, it's a like, lot. Yeah. Now that they have this money and they have him under his rookie deal, sign him to an extension before you lose that money. It's not going to happen. But, That's bold. <laughs> and his agent's probably like, nah, sit on it. You'll get a, a money deal at the end. Yeah, yeah. But that's my first wish. Okay, that's legit. What's your second? Uh, second, Orioles just finished with less than 100 losses. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rebuild, we all know. Yeah. That'll show progress. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, okay, I'm going to pause you in the middle of your list since you okay. said the Orioles because I'm going to go ahead and interject mine because it has to do with the Orioles as well. Um, my number one, uh, I guess, item on my wish list for 2020 is for the Orioles' bullpen to improve. Yes. You know, I would love to see them make a major move, you know, a major signing to someone that's, you know, worthy of the fan base, worthy of the organization. I mean, we've gone a long you know, six years now, hanging in there with them because I think the last time we went to the um, 
A, what was it? ALDS, ALCS yeah. was 2014. ALCS, yeah. Yeah, 2014. So, you know, it's, it's been a long, tough road. Uh, a long, tough road to rebuilding. I mean, we've been saying rebuilding for the past three years. Yeah, just... Yeah. I mean, this is the year that it's actually a rebuild with bringing in Brandon Hyde and you know other people. Well, I mean, they started letting people go. What, 2017? They were still trying to win when Manny was here, though, two years ago. True. They still True. thought they had a chance. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Okay, all right. I'll give you that. So we'll say two years. All right. But I mean, it's just been really painful. Like Mark said, I mean, you know, the number of losses is just. <laughs> it's not fair <laughs> you know what i mean it's just really not fair to the fan base and we we have a we have a great fan base here in baltimore and i mean we were oriole fans before we were ravens fans and you know let, let's get this team back together you guys i'm not saying you got to win the division but you know let, let's let's at least try to be some some type of contender you know for 2020 which brings me to my next <laughs> uh item on my wish list wild card game for the o's in 2020? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you picked one and you like, it's really not going to happen. So <laughs> I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm equally, you know, invested okay. in my, you That's know. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, maybe, I mean, a girl can dream and hope, right? <laughs> How's things uh, outside the Lexington market these days? <laughs> well, First what the fuck moment for 2020. <laughs> um, what else you got on your list, man? Uh, got to take it back to the hometown. The, the rest of my list, the last three things sure. are all uh, University of Arizona related. First up, the uh, women uh, basketball team. They've sucked for years now, mm -hmm. but now they're looking really good. They they won through uh, 13 in a row to start the season undefeated. They're up to number 21. They have lost three now. But at 13 and 3, ranked, I want to see them at least go to like the Elite Eight or something. Dude. I, I mean, they've done amazing this year, far better than anyone thought. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. And I think that's that's pretty, that should be attainable. I don't yeah, think that's like absolutely. outlandish, like my wild card pick. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you, you got another one for me? Uh, sticking with basketball, Arizona, okay. the men. Uh, I want to see them go back to the Final Four. It's been. Forever, what 2004, I think, and uh, a couple years ago they were picked to win the championship. They were like preseason number one and shit. So I want to see Arizona back in the Final Four. I don't like the coach, but you know, who cares? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Let me give you my. I had only had three. Okay. But uh, my next one has to do with the Ravens. There's been a lot of talk. Um, you know, Marcus already brought up the the amount of cap space that we have. Uh. Can we, I mean, if it's not locked down already, can we Can we lock down Ingram and Judon? Uh, a lot I, of people are saying Judon I know. is going to get franchised, I think. Oh, oh, okay. I was speaking to a couple of people on Saturday, and they were like, the, the likelihood of him staying is, is pretty low. And for the, I mean, I just could not understand that for the life of me. Uh, Why would that, you think that? I think they're expecting him not to sign an extension, but mm -hmm. it looks like they might franchise him, which for the Ravens, that's crazy to franchise anyone they don't do that yeah but you gotta yeah. wonder if it's uh you know the new gm not not ozzy's way anymore yeah 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 so uh you know we'll see what that mean you know the ravens always draft well um but you know i'm a really big fan of the two that i've you know just mentioned 
you know, Lamar had a fantastic season. You know, we all know that he's going to get the MVP and everything. But let's not forget, you know, Mark Ingram played a big role in letting a lot of things happen and yes. opening up a lot of things for uh, for Lamar. And, you know, me personally, I feel like, you know, Matt Judon kind of, you know, stepped up and filled those shoes uh, for leadership and, and, and hype. You know, all the things that we lost when Terrell Suggs went to Arizona. Yeah. So, you know, if you take, to me, if you take Matt Judon out of the picture, I'm not, I don't know who I could say, oh, well, this person will be the next person in line to step up and, and lead the defense. Yeah. You know, um, and I think that's, you know, we've had a, we've had a great defense this season to, uh, to go with our offense and, you know, let's just try to keep all the pieces together to make another run because I mean, like, you know, let's face it, we had the best, we had the best season in Ravens history, Yeah. you know, only two L's, you know, no one can say that, you know, they, they can, I don't think you can recall another season where you had more fun as a fan. You know, I mean, just, just watching both sides of the ball and, and how fantastic and all of the great plays, man. It's just really been, it's been really good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So did you, um, you remember your fifth one? I got a final one, but first I want to say uh, Darrell Crawford, he's on the feed. Hey, what up, D? He wants to know uh, what we thought about the Ravens, of course, and what we think about the playoffs. We're going to get to that, promise you. Mm-hmm. We got it all planned out. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay, dude, he's talking. Jay, he's what talking is he saying? What, what up, Jay? What's going on? I've been a Titans fan for life. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was talking that smack earlier. I, I was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> they give me shit because I like the Broncos, too. I'm like, Love two teams. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, my last, my last one is uh, my last wish list is Arizona football gets back to a bowl game. They've only played two since the 2015 season. Okay. Uh, they got a new head coach yet again. <laughs> like this is like his third season, and I don't see any progress. But I mean, they have some great pieces. I just want to see them put it together. They don't got to win the Pac-12. They don't got to go to the Rose Bowl. Just get to a damn bowl game. Keep moving forward. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, you know, that's our little Jabbo wish list for 2020 Outsiders. If you got anything that you'd like to shout out as far as what you'd like to see in 2020, put it on the feed, man. We'll shout it out. We'll shout it out. We'll talk about it uh, if it's worth talking about. <laughs> Jay says the AFC North was, North was terrible this year. It would be better if they're back in the strongest division again. Yeah? No, Jay. The Bengals were terrible <laughs> this year. <laughs> it wasn't, it, you know what I, I'm see, I don't think that affects him. He knows it. He'll be the first one to talk shit on him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind if the AFC stood the way it stayed the way it was for the rest of my time on this planet. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, well, honestly, though, you know, I know that Pittsburgh, especially with Ben Roethlisberger, because they did not have him the majority of the season. I know they're looking their chops to get back at it yeah. um, in 2020. And, you know, also to a lot of people's disappointment, especially those up in Cleveland. And, oh, I did not forget how the majority of you guys put the Cleveland Browns to finish ahead of my Baltimore Ravens. You know, so, um, you know, I'm, I know that they are looking to get back in it too because they had a very disappointing season as well. Um, 
But uh, as far as the AFC North is concerned, I think the Ravens gonna have it locked up for for, for quite some time, man. You know. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Big Ben retires this year. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, you know, with the playoff, the playoff kind of shed some light on some things, and uh, I think the made the major thing that was um, brought to light was that you know. Immortality does not last forever. Yeah. You you know what I'm saying? Um, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, they looked very mortal uh, in their playoff losses this season. And, you know, Big Ben sitting out basically a whole entire season. I'm not sure what he's going to look what he's going to look like when he starts back up next season. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, and he's yeah. he's up there just like the two that I just mentioned. So yeah. it'll be very interesting to see. We'll be keeping our eye on him the first couple of games, you know, to see exactly what we're going to be dealing with uh, with Big Ben and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, let's keep moving. Yeah, it's 7.33. We're about 30 minutes away from the college football championship. We've got some oh, more. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What's we got? Some more comments? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Jay says the Browns should have been something, yeah. And, I mean, Freddie Kitchens, woulda. man. Like, that was the worst hire ever. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to go in on that. I, I just. Okay, so we're going to talk about Ravens later. Everybody the, keeps the asking about the Ravens. Uh, Harry says, I would like to see the Ravens coaches actually make great in-game decisions and stick, oh, gosh. And stick to our identity. <laughs> Yeah, yo, hey, I totally agree with you. The whole game, I was screaming, "Who the hell's team is this that I'm watching?" Like, I, I, I completely agree with you. But man, just sit tight with us, bear with us for about ten, fifteen more minutes. We're gonna get it in, I promise you. Um, but really quickly before we go to break, let's talk about tonight's game between uh, Clemson and LSU. Um, LSU's number one, Clemson, I believe, is number three. I think, yeah. Sounds about right. Um, and I think it's going to be – it's the shapings of a good game. You know, um, we have a Heisman Trophy winner for LSU, Joe Burrow. Everybody's on the Burrow trade. And uh, we got a fantastic team in Clinton that has won – well, they're looking for their third championship in four seasons. You know, and, and that's that's very Alabama-like, <laughs> you know. So um, – and – so basically what I feel like what we're getting tonight is, you know, a pretty decent offense with LSU against a stingy Ravens-like defense with Clemson. Um, it would be I'm, – I'm very interested to see how Joe Burrow holds up against a defense that is average – that allows on average – I think it's like 11.5, 11.9 points a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, Joe Burrow, he uh, he broke SEC records this season um, with TD passes and um, and yardage. Yeah. So, you know, we, we like I said, we have a pretty decent offense against a, a, a stingy defense. And uh, I, I'd like to see if, if Joe will be able to hold up and, and own up to his, you know, Heisman Trophy accolade. I got to be honest, like LSU kind of surprised me this year. They were really great 10, 15 years ago, always national contenders. Um, and they haven't really been that for a while. It was always Alabama and Clemson. And uh, I kind of like seeing LSU up there. I'm not sure if the 
they have the experience like Clemson does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've been just balling all season. I I could see LSU taking it. I think that's actually gonna be my pick is LSU. Really? Fantastic, yeah. because I'm going to go with Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, you know, Clemson, oh, and what I said earlier, Clemson's been there and done that, Yeah. you know I mean, recently. So, you know, um, this is going to be business as usual. You know, pretty Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, he's got the, uh, to me, the best hair in, in NCAA. It's <laughs> such a pretty face. He's going to be ready to roll tonight. You know what I mean? Um, and like you said, LSU, you, I think they surprised a whole lot more people than you, you know, and they're going to be out there. They're going to be a little bit nervous. They're going to be some jitters. And, uh, you know, I think it might take them a little, you know, a little while to actually get in a groove and get started. Yeah. So, uh, so there you have it, outsiders. Also, give me outsiders. Give us your your NCAA uh, picks for tonight. Daryl put up his top five. Oh, he his did. Five wishes. Okay, all right, all right. Let's do it really quick before we go to commercial break. Twenty twenty Ravens win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Tom Brady retires. Oh, that's a good one. Jerry Jones retires. I mean, Skeletor is not going to retire. Does he sell the team? Nah. <laughs> uh, Ingram becomes franchise. Ooh. And finally, Shimmy on that I one. think this one everyone agrees on. Steelers get the worst record ever. God, I think that's better than my list, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> and that, he came up with that in no time. Right? Like That was great. Thank you so much, Daryl. And you guys, you know, keep sending in your little wishes and we'll, we'll keep shouting them out um, as, as the night goes along. So, uh, like I said, you know, we got Mark going with LSU. Got Big Quiche going with Clemson, and uh, we'll keep you guys updated on that as the night goes along. As I said, kickoff's at 8 o'clock, so, uh, you know, we don't have much longer. Um, You guys, we're going to go to a commercial break. When we come back, we have some special guests in the house. I know y'all have been hearing them Ravens wrap-ups, man. They've been all over the internet, been all over Facebook. You know, we've been putting them out there for y'all. So we had to do Mondo already. And my man, Osei Moreland, in the building to chop it up, talk about those wrap-ups, talk about Ravens. Finally, everybody hold your comments, all your questions, everything that you want to say. Hold your tears. You know, feel free to cry. The shoulders right here, outsiders. And we'll be back in a little bit after this break. Don't go anywhere.
Just a bit outside radio show. See Keisha's at the studio, and I've been joined by Mondo already. What's happening? And uh, God, I forgot I'm sick. Did I say more? Okay, yeah. so well, I'm not having a spicy moment. <laughs> Keisha, you're gonna be proud. Keisha and I, we uh, gave the intro to the show. Gave what's been going on since our last show. And uh, as we said earlier, we are going to get to Ravens because we got a couple of Ravens fans here too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but we wanted to get you guys in the studio and uh, you know, kind of talk about what you guys got going on. Okay. So why don't you give us a little bit background on yourselves, where you're from, and what you do? Okay. Well, I'm on already. Artist, songwriter. You know, uh, from Bmore, from West Baltimore, from the Pennsylvania Avenue community. Um, and hip hop's been a part of my life forever. Uh, we bringing the wrap ups. Oh, oh, I don't we'll go ahead and let my man come in before we get into get into uh, well, all right. And I'm Osei Moreland, record producer, label owner, serial entrepreneur, temp agency owner. <laughs> I swear I'm part Jamaican, man. I, I, I got <laughs> yeah, a lot honey. going on, I got a lot going on, yeah. But yeah, so uh, you know, right now the current project is this music project that I'm working on with Moaned already. Yeah. And uh, we've been working for a little, uh, maybe about a, a little over a year now. Mm-hmm. And we've we've picked up some momentum, picked up some steam, and we're just rocking out right now, bro. All right. Um, so what's this project uh, that you, you mentioned? It? Okay, okay. So we, uh, I've got a record label, Reservoir Music House. Yeah. And... Uh, I just jumped back into the music business because like we were talking off air in the early mid to late 90s, early 2000s, I was doing a lot of production, um, you know, worked with some pretty big artists, uh, worked with Universal Music Group, Def Jam Records and stuff like that. And I got out of it for uh, maybe the last 10, 12 years now. I haven't been doing music. I've been running my staffing company and I had a company called Bring the Noise where I was teaching music production and arts in Baltimore City Schools. Um, but a couple years ago, I, I had a thought and I said, you know what, I need to get back into music. But when I do it this time, the goal is going to be really to put great music out and not just to make money, but to really make an impact, like put artists out from Baltimore who could you know, get out there to the world and we could be proud of as people from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, was, I told my guy one day, I said, you know what, I'm going to find an artist, man, but he got to be Kendrick Lamar level. He's got to be dope. He got to be Drake level. So I wound up, a buddy of mine introduced me to Moan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sat down. I listened to him. I went on YouTube and listened to some material we had up. And I was like, damn, this kid is really good. Yeah. And uh, I sat down with him. I think he might 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 have been a little apprehensive yeah. at first. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I don't know this guy, man. These music guys are shady. Yeah, I have my own so, thing. I have my own thing going on. I ain't yeah. want that pressure, man. I was like, man. But then my, my guy who uh, introduced me to him, he kind of like, you know, edged me on. Like, man, look, he can get you where you need to be, man. And I just took his word and met Owen. He kept every word he, he's ever told me, you know. So it's, it's been awesome, man, 100%. How long is this uh, collaboration going? Well, what, almost two years now. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was July when uh, we started. Yeah, July 2018. 2018. Yep. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. So about a year and a half. Okay. And, you know, initially, I I was vetting it. 
you know, because I've worked with a lot of artists, independent artists, local artists, national artists. And, you know, I, I know there's certain things that really successful artists have. It's just certain characteristics. They show up to work on time. <laughs> you know, they, they, they make smart decisions. They work hard when they get in the studio. They're open to criticism. So for about the first two, three months, I was more so vetting him to make sure, okay, I'm getting back into this thing. <laughs> I'm about to spend some money. Let yeah. me make sure I'm not spending it in vain and I'm working with a guy who is on point. And, yeah. you know, he I couldn't have uh, chosen a better artist to work with. Right. He's yeah. incredible artistically for one. Thanks, bro. And then on top of it, I mean, all of the intangibles, he's got all of those down. So, yeah. yeah. I just I, I love it so much, you know. I just, I want everything to be, you know, I, I, I want the same thing, you know, I want it to be, I want to make an impact here for the city, you know, whether it's for uh, the community, um, uh, the team, our home team, or, you know, uh, and just to make a name, you know, for myself, help everybody, you know, let everybody know, showcase my talent, you know, I know I got it. My guy came, came right, you know, uh, back me, so. I appreciate that. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> my God. Yes, what's up? I just want to say, like, you know, we actually have viewers, like, all across the country. All right. You know? mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's easy for people to, you know, hear everything that's going on in the news about Baltimore. Last year, record number of homicides and shit. Yeah. But everyone that comes inside of here, mm -hmm. they just talk about the love that they have for Baltimore. Yeah. They yeah. want to do the best for the community. Yeah. And, I mean, it's guys like you that just makes everything worth it right yeah i mean i'm not for even sure here, but, for uh, sure and, and, and you know to that point you know i think baltimore gets a bad rap man like i think we got a lot of people here who are doing a lot of good things yeah. but a lot of the media tends to focus on the negative because that's just what sells yeah you know we live in a world like where just everything is clickbait so you know let's put the most edgy story that we could find on on baltimore because yep. that's what people expect and that's what people are gonna see and then you know when you travel around the world travel around the country you you get people you tell them you're from baltimore oh you're from where the wire is i'm <laughs> yeah. so sorry for you yeah I, I, yeah you know i'm like damn man it yeah, ain't so that much bad. more so much more here man yeah yeah and and you know one thing i want to do as a label owner is i feel like i'm on a mission to spotlight guys like Moan you know, super talented dudes, but he's from the trenches. You yeah. know what I mean? He, he's from, he's not, not from Timonium or, mm -hmm. or Randallstown. He's right. from Pennsylvania Avenue, yeah. but he's thoughtful. He's intelligent. He's, he's artistic. Everything that they say we can't be. So, you know, it, I, I, I'm, I'm just again, very bro. thankful again, yeah. that I'm in position to facilitate that kind of thing mm -hmm. and, and that kind of image of the city. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, speaking of doing things for the community, there's uh, something that you've been doing for the Ravens lately. <laughs> oh, yeah. The uh, Ravens the wrap ups. ups. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. How'd that come about? And, and tell people a little bit about it. Well, that, that, that right there was, you know, uh, we figured that, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to gain some momentum with what we had going on because we also, uh, working on a song for the Squeegee Boys and, um, you know, we see that that, that was a um, that's a big deal going on in the city. So, you know, but along with that, our team was doing so great. You know, let's show, let's, you know, show a little support to the team. And, you know, we wanted to have fun with it. So here comes these Ravens wrap ups. And after I did the first one, we got so much love and, you know, support from that. 
let's do another one. And then, you know, I brought uh, my guy, my guy, Trey. You know, my guy, Trey, that's my, uh, like, my hype man. That's my man. Or, you know, he get busy to yeah, dance. The guy in the back with the, the, guy in the back, yeah. yeah. In the back, yeah, he's a um, the great, great guy, you know, um, and he brings that energy. Hey, can I get one of those masks? <laughs> <laughs> you got, sure, you got sure. it. I got one in the car right now. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, um, the Ravens rap up's been great for us. You know, we we we've gained uh, a lot of fans and um, uh, and a lot of support, and we just want to keep those things, you know, rolling. You know, uh, was hopefully given. Uh, our city, a lot of hope, a lot of joy, you know, um, something they can dance to, something they can listen to before the game, you know, uh, something they can celebrate to after the game, you know. Um, that's that's really uh, what, we, what we're doing uh, with the Ravens wrap-ups. And I just want to add that in order to do these wrap-ups, you have to be a Ravens fan. Yeah. You know oh, what sure. I mean? You, you got to know the game. Yeah. You got you to gotta follow the game because – it wouldn't come off authentically if it if we didn't. And all of, all of us, me, Moan, mm-hmm. uh, my guy Kurt over there taking the pictures, uh, my guy Big Sean Banks, Big Mocha Banks, right, he's right, probably right. listening. All of us are rabid Ravens fans. All we do all day is sit, look <laughs> at the game, mm-hmm. look at ESPN all week when, uh, they, when we... they do decide they want to talk about the Ravens because <laughs> they, you know. They had no choice this year. Right, yeah. they had no choice this year. So all that Cowboys talk. You know, at least they had to get us in there. Right, yeah. And then I know I'm like a Lamar, manic Lamar fan. Mm -hmm. So any piece of content that I could find online, I swear (laughs) I read every article ever written about Lamar Jackson. So, you know, we we are all big Ravens fans. Mm -hmm. So to do the wrap-ups is pretty – it comes pretty naturally. You know, I mean, first of all, we're artists. And he's a he's a rapper. I'm a producer, so it comes easy to be able to put the music together. Right. But it it only works because we know we know the team. And it shows in the lyrics, because like really, yeah, like, right. it's not just like oh Ravens won. No, like you guys like you can tell in the lyrics. It's, right. We digging in there. Yeah. yeah. Saturday. Saturday. We uh, right before the game, like I say, around seven, six, seven o'clock. We were out there tailgating, performing each one of the rap ups and. And you know, I, I'm sure it was a lot of fans that that didn't see it or didn't hear it before. Whoa, they were all shocked. You know, everybody had their cameras up. Even yeah. some people came to chime in, dance with me. Some people knew the lyrics. Some people, you know, knew me from seeing the rap books. Man, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I really loved that. Yeah, it was. Man, it was. that's what's up, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't you uh, let everyone know exactly how they're gonna track you down on social media if they want to listen to these albums like a youtube or uh facebook or wherever right you guys can follow me um on all social platforms i'm under moaned already that's m-o-n-d uh the word already um my music is streaming now on all music platforms i have mixtapes you can get uh, live mixtapes my mixtapes spin rilla uh and also check my videos out on youtube i have two singles streaming right now uh, Get Em Mad, produced by DJ, legendary DJ Rod Lee. Um, and I also have another um, single uh, streaming right now. It's called Confetti. Check that out when you guys get a chance. Yeah. yeah. And we got the new record that we're working on called, oh, yeah. called Lil Squeegee Boy. Oh, yeah. So what we did was um, we wanted to bring light to the whole issue. That's a, a hot button issue right now with the squeegee kids. And it gets, like, more hot button every day. Every absolutely, day, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's been bubbling now for about a year, 
but it just seemed like it just got heightened in the last two weeks. And um, we we timed the release of the song kind of right when everything started to bubble over. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what he did was incredible. He's rapping from the perspective of being a squeegee kid. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's very powerful. We just shot the visual for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and we, we're going to release that um, this week. Okay. So maybe like Wednesday, Thursday. So be on the lookout for that too. Right. And, you know, just hit us with the link and we'll be sure to share it out on the show page too. So everyone can check it out uh, straight from uh, just a bit outside his page also. That's right. love. Yeah. That's love. Thanks a lot Appreciate for that, it. man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know you guys want to talk some Ravens. We're gonna yeah. We're, we're gonna take a break before that, so we can get Keisha back in here. Okay. But okay. Before that, there's something that we do with every interview. Uh-huh. Okay. It's the just a bit outside, uh, Fave Five. Okay. So, kind of our uh, go-to for everything is music is music's life. Like right. music's in, inside of everything. Right. Yeah, for sure. For you sure. Have your inspiration. So, top five musical artists you got in rotation right now. Mm. Oh, my top five. Uh, right now, I definitely have Drake in there, uh, Meek Mill. Um, what else I had? Oh, Cameron, Cameron, New York City. It's, 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 uh, that new Purple Haze 2 just dropped. Like, I have that in rotation. Um, another artist, J. Cole, is one of my favorite. You know, he's always in a rotation. And uh, last one. What was that? What was that? Last one. Me, me. <laughs> I've been there. I gotta, I gotta check me out. You know, I gotta, I gotta give me a spin every, every so often, man. Cause I, I you know, I, like I said, I, I really impress myself with, with my music, man. I love it. I love it that much that I have to listen to. It. I have to give me a listen. That that helps me, you know, uh, learn from what what I've already put out. You know, help me grow also. You know, so me would be the last one. Love it. So. My top five is a little different. I'm a little older, so it's going to be a little different. So I say uh, right now I've been banging Maroon 5, man. That, that's like that's one of my favorite groups of all time. So I've been I've been banging uh, songs. Was it Songs for Jane? I think it was the first album. I've been banging that. Um, Jay-Z always stays in rotation. Rick Ross is always in rotation. Um, something that I'm listening to right now is the uh, it's a it's a rap crew out of um, Buffalo um, on Griselda Records. Eminem just signed them. Uh, so you got Con. It's, it's three dudes: Conway, Benny the Butcher, and Westside Gun. Those dudes are phenomenal. New new guys, but sound like old school. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And then my fifth one would, of course, be moaned already as well. Yeah, my God. I can't say anything <laughs> different. <laughs> my God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So sit right tight. Right. Uh, outsiders, we're going to get Keisha in here. We're going to uh, talk about this Ravens and the NFL playoffs that are coming up. Uh, just Ready? All right. Yo, what's up? Back in the building, back in front of the mic and camera. Got Keisha now. Now we're going to really have some fun outsiders. You know, the moment that we've all been waiting for, the tears that we've all been holding, we can all have a therapeutic Ravens session all together right now. So like I said, I got this shoulder right here for all my outsiders, all my Ravens fans, <laughs> you know, for, for, for mom, yeah. for fucking yeah. old saying. If y'all want to, you want to lean, get some love, yeah. you know what I mean? We're going to do that now. Yo, the Ravens bombed, I'm going to say it, like in epic fashion. 
yeah. on, on Saturday uh, yeah, to the tune yeah. of, what, 28 to 6? What was it, 12? 12, yeah. My name's 16. Jeez, I was trying to give them points. <laughs> <laughs> 28 to 12 this weekend on Saturday, a uh, divisional game against the Tennessee Titans. And, you know, you, you've heard all of the, you know, the commentary. You've read all the high, high headlines. You know, there's there's no better way to say it than other than that it pretty much stunned yeah. the whole, you know, I'm going to go as far as to say DMV. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a, you know... I'm going to go ahead and, and add D.C. and Virginia right. because, you know, we all know that the Redskins wasn't shit. So they was riding <laughs> on our bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? So it was a collective letdown for the, for sure. the whole yeah, team. That was tough. It was tough. Very yeah. tough. Mm-hmm. Very tough. Um, okay, so I'm just going to give my quick little comments, really, and then I'll just open it up to the fellas, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest thing with me was that, you know, I did not recognize my team mm. on Saturday. You know what I, I mean? Um the first couple minutes of the game, Lamar was throwing, and I said to myself, "Oh shit!" You, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm a big fan of Ingram in the run game, and I, you know, I'm a big fan of our identity. We are a run first team, right. you know, mm-hmm. and I and I do understand the fact that they were, you know, they were throwing nine in the box. They were, you know, putting it all on us. But to me, I really felt like if we had relied a little bit more on the run game and tried to to filter our offense through that right. because I mean I think everybody forgets like Lamar was so fantastic this season yeah. and just showed so much excellence he technically is still a rookie yeah. you you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying yeah. and it's it's a lot of responsibility and a lot to throw at a 23 year old guy you know who <laughs> uh, you know they said that the last game um last postseason game what was that the wild card game against the Chargers last last year was the biggest game of his career. This was the biggest game of his career. And what I would have liked for the Ravens to have made things a little bit easier on him Mm -hmm. for for lack of a better word i mean we had we had such great backs this season you know not just ingram but we had hill we had you know um gus edwards and you know like and you guys are going to forgive me because i was all the way in my beer glass you know by the by the end of the first quarter but you know did we really utilize all of those guys Uh, we didn't no we didn't you know and I, i just god i just had greg roman they just really left me with my head scratching um, when I was, you know, watching the game. And, you know, like, by the second quarter, I was just like, I did not have a good feeling about it. Yeah, this. I felt like yeah. we panicked. Like, we yeah. like we panicked. Like, we lost touch or lost, you know, touch of ourselves, you know. Like you said, of our identity. Yeah. Well, let me ask you guys uh, this question. I mean, we always say, you know, you always say things like, oh, it was a collective effort as far as losing and, you know, the whole team lost, not just one person or fuck that. You know, I'm all about identifying things and putting it out there. Right. So I'm going to ask you guys, what side of the ball do you think really fell through? Was it the offense? Because like we just discussed, it was not recognizable to, to right. a real Ravens fan. Right. Or was it the defense? You know, um, Derrick Henry just basically balled the hell out on us. And, you know, it was not surprising to me because I was saying before the game, we really need to be afraid of this guy because the Ravens, historically, if you have a premier running back, 
you can do something against our defense. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, if you think about the one loss, one of the losses we had to, uh, one of the losses to the Cleveland Browns, I mean, Nick Chubb, Chubb tore our ass up. Right, yeah. Okay? Yeah. And, you know, uh, Henry was showing more potential, like, was actually, you know, show, showed that he was a better running back. So, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say that we weren't prepared for him, but, you know, what side of the ball – do you think was was more of a letdown in Saturday's game? Let's start with Osei. I think the defense was more of a letdown for me because, I mean, we just got pushed around at the line of scrimmage. I mean, like when I watched that game, the thing I noticed is we lost the battle. We lost in the trenches on both sides of the sides mm-hmm. of the ball. Right. Offensive line was getting pushed pushed around. Mm-hmm. Defensive line, though, to me, was getting pushed around even more. I mean, when you let a guy like Henry get a hundred and 195 195 yeah like like that's just inexcusable for a running back to ever run for nearly 200 yards against you is mm-hmm. inexcusable so i think the guys up front just didn't do a good job and then um they got out the gate early on us i mean he got 14 early points 14 early the one points. play um um uh, uh who was it? it well well it was um uh, our, our corner, um, the, the Humphreys, Marlon Humphreys. Humphreys. Okay, yeah. The second touchdown, Humphreys was totally out of position on a double move, and he got beat for an easy touchdown. Word. And and then the first one, the tight end, beat um, who was on the on the edge when uh, it was Carr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Carr, Carr went for a double move when you you can't go for that double move. Shannon Shannon Sharp was talking about it earlier. You can't like if if you if you don't bite on the out because mm-hmm. he wasn't getting in the end zone. Right. So why are you biting on the out? Mm-hmm. He hit him with a double move and, and then he made the spectacular catch in the end zone. So and we got down fourteen points early, which totally changes how our offense has to operate. Yeah, you know we know how this more like, pass heavy. Right, exactly. Now mm-hmm. we got to be more pass heavy. Right. And that's not our game. We're coming off Absolutely three weeks not. of inactivity. So, yeah, I mean, it's just so many things. But I think if I had to narrow it down to one thing, I would say that the defensive side of the ball um, dropped the ball. Okay. Yeah. Uh, really quickly before we, before we get to you, let me ask you guys, do you feel like Tennessee Titans' defense was more physical than ours? Yeah, I mean, I, I felt like it. it um, with them getting out, they just – it, the momentum, the momentum swung. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it was a like we probably fell down. You know, because we weren't expecting that. Well, uh, uh, being down that early, uh, and then their defense, yeah, yeah. I, I would say they turned up. I think they were, and, and, yeah. and I mean, when you think about Tennessee, was I think fifth worst against the run all year. Yeah. <laughs> the fifth worst run defense all year. Yeah, and I mean, them boys stepped up. I think a lot of it has to do with, and I'm not hearing. So many people say this. I am hearing some people, mm-hmm. but the fact that we had been off basically three weeks, yeah, yeah. and we these sat guys, everybody that last, game. yeah, we sat yes. everybody that last game, yes. and then Tennessee was in a battle, yeah, last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just the the energy that they carried into the game, they were ready from from the start of the game. They were ready for war, mm-hmm. and and we didn't look like we were ready for war at the start of the game. You know, yeah. Right. When we was coming out, we did. I heard the stadium yeah, was hyped in the mud, boy. When them fireworks went off, I thought I heard we run. The stadium was run, man. Like I don't know, man. So would you agree with those say? Yeah, you I'm think definitely the, the agree with yeah, the defense. Yeah, the defense. Yeah. Yeah. I but the whole 
Yeah, well, we narrowed it down to one thing, the defense, the defense, yeah. I mean, if you, if you want to say another, yeah, well, another I, aspect, I, sure. We have the, the coaches have to take some responsibility for that. Yeah, come on. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, at the at the end of the day, they make they make the, uh, I would I hope that they make the final call, you know, on what we uh, run. So, um, you know, I, I felt like we kind of panicked and mm-hmm. we lost touch of our identity, which yeah. was uh, run. Yeah, run, I think the coaches. Run first. And then we had, I mean, we just had so many distractions. Uh, a buddy of mine said that we uh, we were a victim of our own success. Hmm. And and I kind of believe that too. Like you got coaches being interviewed mm-hmm. all through. So my, and my thing is mm-hmm. if the coaches are being interviewed, they obviously have to take time to prepare for those interviews. Right, right. So now Absolutely. the time that you're taking to prepare for those interviews, you aren't devoting to the game. You know, the players got some time off, you know, big trust. Like, I think we 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 had a fun year yeah. and a fun team. Yeah. But I think maybe the guys got – when you think of the old Ravens, when I think of the old Ravens team, everything came hard to us. It was just yeah. all yeah. adversity. Tough, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but I think that kind of makes you tough for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you think about the, the last time we went to the Super Bowl, we had a, a low losing streak in there. Yeah. And yeah. then the first year, remember, we had all those games, eight games and no touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, yeah. we we weren't on any high horse. Mm-hmm. And but this one, I mean, winning 12 straight games, 12, I kind of yeah. even in the middle of that winning streak, I wanted us to lose again. Yeah, <laughs> we said that shit. We said that shit. I was calling. I was like, "Yeah, we might, we yeah. might lose to the Texans, and that'll be all right." Cause we'll just, you yeah. know, what I mean, humble, like, humble, humble us down, humble us down. She's like. This is a trap game. <laughs> I, was, I was praying on that shit. Like we want one of them trap games. Yeah, I mean, I, that's real, though. I mean, yeah. it's real. That's real. Um, So, you know, we're down to four teams now, you guys. Uh, we got the AFC and the NFC championships uh, next week. Uh, Mon, who do you think is going to – which cream is going to rise to the top for the Super Bowl? Well, Kansas City looking, man. I got yeah. them, them boys. Yeah. How about that yeah. comeback, right? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, you that know? was incredible. That was tough. Gosh, was I – you know, I had put uh, money on, I, I had Houston plus 10. So, I know, no, but look, you know, in the that first quarter, tough. I was Man, like, oh, I got 34 points. I was cabbage passionate and all that shit, man. The first touchdown went down, I was like, oh, uh, shit. Yeah. Then I think they scored another one in like two minutes. It was yeah. like, you know, like really quickly, you know. But, um, you know, I have to give a, a big shout out to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Not saying that Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have kind of overshadowed everything that they have been doing. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think people people were really as focused on the Chiefs right. as they were on the Ravens. Right. And, you know, talk about battle-tested. I mean, it takes a whole lot to be down 24 points and to come back Absolutely. and win in that fashion. Yeah. You know, when you talk about battle-tested, I mean, to me, I, I have to agree with you. These guys are ready to take on anybody in the NFC for the mm. Super Bowl. So yeah. I'm going to roll with you on that one. I mean, yeah. how you feel? I mean, you think the Titans can keep the, the Cinderella run going? No, no, yeah. no, no. Chiefs got great defense. Chiefs got great defense. They might let him get his, but beat that ass <laughs> on behalf of Florida. Beat that ass, please, please. Well, no doubt. What no you guys doubt. thinking for for that NFC matchup? Ooh, that's a tough. Yeah, one. Yes, sir. I mean, yeah, I had to see that one out. It's hard to call. Yeah. I mean, because you got Aaron Rodgers who can just do anything. Yeah. You know, and and he's been there. He's been been in these tough situations. And then you got Garoppolo on the other side. Now I I, I trust San Francisco's defense, mm-hmm. 
and I trust their skill players, but I don't know if I trust Garoppolo. Yeah. I don't know. Can he do it in he's, that on that big stage? He's another one with stage, it, you know a little bit. Of, he's not as experienced. But they got right. a they right. got a high powered um, um, team. You know, I think they I think they they tough enough for them boys. But it, it, it's definitely going to be a battle. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be it's tough. Be a good game. Yeah. Mark, who you got? Oh, Niners. Yeah. Niners uh, and mean, Chiefs. Uh, that's like it's it's toss up. If they can contain, if they can contain Henry, then okay. yeah, the Chiefs. Okay. But. If they start letting him run all over them, I mean, in the last like month of the season, he had three two hundred run yard games. Yeah, that, that was insane. That's insane. <laughs> that's insane. One ninety five against us, like. Yeah, that's tough. You think I, you can I, do I, it again? I can see the Titans doing it again. Yeah, that's total draw either way on that one. Well, I, I know it'll make for an interesting game if he stays hot. Yeah. That's for damn sure. It, it, mm-hmm. yeah. Can I can I can I say something? Sure. I just want to say that the Ravens, even though we had a tough tough. Lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, this season it is a season to remember. Like, Absolutely. to me, it, it was the best regular season probably since the 2000 season for me. Like, you know, seeing them boys run off all them games and, and not give anybody any points in that 2000 season was special. But I think seeing how these guys came together as a team, yeah. I think that was really special. And on I think sides. for the – I know Ravens fans salty right now but because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know we are. Yeah. But – um. But I think for years to come, we got a great team, and and we should we we're gonna have a lot of good memories coming Absolutely. up. So you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll Boy, get over this. Yeah, he's young. He I think that's a very important point to make because you know when you go fourteen and two, it's very easy to get spoiled and salty. But let's not forget, guys, where we came from. Yep. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, prior to Lamar taking the helm, I mean, we had a hellified road and I don't care what anybody says you know um 2000 what 2012 this year's ride was one for the books you know as far as you know from a fan experience and to see how our offense just really came alive and to have an offense that's you know that was like New Orleans or, you know, like the Patriots, yeah. you know, and to Finally. have somebody under center that drops back a couple of steps and lets the ball go. Mm-hmm. And we're not just praying, hoping, wishing that, you know, it lands in somebody's hands. I mean, yo. That they didn't stick with game management. They actually yeah. kept putting up points. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, right, you had man. a quarterback that, that, Put you in the that put you in the position to do that, you know. I mean, let let's just not forget where we came from and just really appreciate what we had because, as the fella said, man. I mean, this is just the beginning, you guys. So yeah, you know, don't worry. We we gonna have a whole lot of fun over the next, you know, three, four, hopefully five, six years for real, for real. They're returning like everyone on the offense. Like, they better. The, the, yeah. the biggest uh, knee or like free agent like uh, that's coming up, Seth Roberts. Oh yeah. Like, Everyone yeah, else is already signed. I'd like to see them go years. for another wide receiver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to see that. Big we name might, wide receiver. We might receiver. lose a few pieces on defense. We don't, we don't I know hope yet. Not. Yeah, hope not. Hope better not. not. You got to keep Matt Judon, yeah. damn it. Yeah, what's that, what's his Judon. name? DaCosta? DaCosta. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but listen, you guys, uh, that's all the time that we have right now. We got to go to a quick commercial break. Um, you guys, thank you so much for thank taking you. the time for coming us. through and chopping it up y'all. with me and Mark, yeah. man. It's been a lot of fun. And I mean, I know they gave the social medias and everything. We will continue to, to promote and put out there whatever they send us. So, you know, take a look on our show page because I believe they sent us some music and yep. stuff like mm-hmm. that. We'll mm-hmm. put it up there for you guys to listen to. I mean, yo, they got a lot of flavor. So, yes, 
So, you know, take it from me. That shit is major Keisha approved. So, uh, fellas, thank you much for coming through. Thank you. And you guys don't go anywhere. I got one more guest for you guys to meet. So, uh, sit tight. Just a bit outside. Outsiders. Once again, it's on. We're back in full effect. As you can see, we have two new faces in here. And I got to tell you, this one right here to my immediate left, yes, I uh, am very, very excited and pleased to finally get him in the studio. <laughs> I'd like you guys to meet Jordan. Oh my God, he did a shimmy. The little one Love and only. <laughs> oh. shimmy. Y'all saw Boosie do it. You know what I'm <laughs> He made it so I could do it too. I ain't go to school, so I could do it too. <laughs> <laughs> and I got my DV of another Mark. So it's Mark Overload up in here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys, um, the reason why I'm so excited to have them in the in the building tonight is that uh, my man Jordan here is interested in starting a podcast. So why don't we talk a little bit about uh, what you and the fellas are trying to do? All right. So it's me and four of my homeboys. Um, we just, we don't, we, every day in the group chat, we always got good energy every morning. So we just decide like all this good energy can go for everybody to see. So like, we just came up with the idea, like we can make a YouTube channel slash podcast for everybody to see all the good energy that we got. And not a lot of young people in the city, like got a podcast, like for our age group. So we just figured like everybody want to tune in we know a lot of people so like they see our faces they gonna be like oh what are these niggas up to so we go oh i guess mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I don't know that's, that's my show that's dude. how i'm saying like we coming raw cut like we just going straight straight into it like that's how we're going to be like we're going to be just sit back having fun and that's all we're going to do like have fun and and just see how it go so basically you'll just be talking about everything, pop culture, yeah, music. Yeah. Everything. Um, it don't matter what it is. We we gonna yeah. talk about Ratchetness, it. you know, yeah, the, whole, get, the whole nine. Yeah, raw cut. That's how it's gonna be. And I am gonna tell you guys, uh, you know, it's it's him plus three other. And I mean these young guys are hilarious. And they they've also they got a lot of flavor, they they have a lot of potential. I see a lot of potential in these guys. And we're, we're hoping to roll this show out in February. Mm-hmm. So you guys will be letting you know. We'll be putting their 
their cute faces all over our, our webpage and, and, right. and, you know, promoting them every chance we get. So please be on the lookout for my man Jordan and, and his fellas. So uh, while I got you, while I have you guys uh, in the building, uh, Jordan, we were talking a little bit offline about the, uh, the championship game tonight. Uh, you know, you said that you were, were rolling with Clemson. Yeah, uh, why? I'm a Because uh, they the underdogs basically in this, even though – like the quarterback, Trevor is really nice. Like everybody's yeah. sleeping on Trevor. Like I think he can pull it off to me. That's just me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just gonna take the point spread with it. That's all I'm saying. Like just in case to hold me over a little right. bit, I'm gonna take the point spread with it. But other than that, I think they can do it. They just gotta stay, they just stay, keep their head in the game. Like don't do nothing extra. Mark, <laughs> you you a college football fan? Yes. So who are you? Are you rolling? He's smiling. Are you rolling with? Oh, yeah. He must be going with LSU. I knew it. I could tell by your face. Oh, Mark and Mark, Mark and Mark, the LSU. Yeah, right, 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 right. Level up, Mark and Mark. Fuck Mike and Mike. So why are you going with? Right. So why are you going with LSU? Just because I feel like they're all around back. He don't need no. I, 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 he don't need no. Joe Barrow been on the road. LSU been mm-hmm. on the road. Heisman oh, Trophy winner, like right? The only thing that's really going to stop me is Clemson's uh, running running game. Mm-hmm. LSU, their, um, their defense is good with running. But if they stop him early, like punch him in the mouth, then it'll be good. But I think it's going to be a good game for LSU. Okay. Well, um, as you guys heard a little bit earlier, we were talking about the Ravens and their loss against the Titans. Uh, let me ask you two, what are you guys um, looking to see from the Ravens um, next, the cut, next the season? Car, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Repeat Yo. that? Oh, what did he say? Yeah, he keeps oh, talking about sh- Brandon Carr. Listen, all right, that touchdown was a fleet. Brandon no. Carr can still no, play in this beat, league. Bro, he was beat. Okay, all right, forget that. He hasn't, they been, need- good. He hasn't been good since Odell burned him. That oh my God, yo, that's not that is not that, justified. That's a little hard. That is not just. He hates Brandon Carr. Like I don't know why he hates. What did Brandon him so Carr do to you? I don't know, that but it's just no good. Like, no, listen, this is what we need. We need some real rushes on that D on that. Like, we need some real linebackers. We need to go get a real linebacker. We need a real rusher, and we need some some receivers that's not scared to catch the ball when primetime games. Everybody did great all season long. The receivers did great. I think the receivers to me they. They choked up besides Hollywood. Like I was surprised Boykin even dropped the pass. Like that's that's my my big my big body guy. Like that's mm-hmm. who I would go to. Mm-hmm. I don't, the little guy shouldn't be the number one receiver. Like he should be the slot receiver if anything. But they had him basically being the number one. And Lamar can't do it all by himself. Like he played a good game to me. It's just he ain't had no help. Like he was out there. Mark, what you looking for? What do you think would make them improve? get any better if, if you think there's anything at all. Well, like you said, we need linemen, more receivers, mm-hmm. mainly, mm-hmm. and just real trust. Because it's, it's real always seems like... Real trust, though. Real trust. No, you did like, not do that. Oh, my God. I'm not even lie, though. I feel like a lot of people... Uh, real a, trust. I feel like a lot of people are putting the blame on Lamar when it's really John Harbaugh. Like, he's calling yeah. the plays. Like, it, it seems like every time in the playoffs, they, they always want to switch Lamar's game. Yes. Or let him play his game yes. all regular season. But Lamar has never... Well, hasn't thrown 300 yards since they played the Dolphins. Right on. So it's like... 
He shouldn't have been yeah. throwing 59, 59 passes. Pass, that's that's pass what I'm saying. Between that between between Ingram and Gus, they had nine carries all together. I that is not that. good. Like you <laughs> yes. ran the ball all year long. That's what worked all year long. You just need to continue doing what they're yeah. doing. You see, the Titans didn't switch it up. They kept giving it to that big boy. Right. Like, so right. Like, he a creative player. I don't like him. <laughs> I feel like yeah, like it's just with the coaching. It's it's bigger than just Lamar. Yeah. So you see, like when he run, that's his game. He mm-hmm. averaging yards, but it's sure. like him three hundred yard passing yards. That just uh, it's not, not to say that he can't do and that, going but that's for just it out of his game. on right. certain downs. Like you shouldn't be going for it on on like them. them I understand we got him during the regular season, but right, like right. sometimes you need Playoffs. to take your points. Like just Whole take your points. Atmosphere. There's no way we've been in their their uh, side of the field like. Five times and only came up with twelve points all the, at the whole right. game. We too greedy down fourteen nothing. A team that averages three points per drive is during the season doesn't make no sense. We average three <laughs> points per drive, per drive. It don't matter. Stop Jay. going for it. Take them points. Mark, let me ask you: Who are your picks for the AFC and F- NFC championships? Um, I'm gonna go with the 49ers and the Chiefs. 49ers, Chiefs. Okay, Jordan, what about you? I ain't gonna lie. I'm going totally opposite. I'm going oh, Titans shit. and Packers. Just because, for the simple fact, the Titans are the underdogs, and I and I I'm going with both <laughs> underdogs. I'm not gonna lie to you. I like I like that running game. Like What's that one gift. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just I, I I don't know. I don't see the Chiefs slowing down Derrick Henry. That's just me. Like I don't I don't see that happening. And that's ballsy. And, 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 Same time. The Titans' defense isn't that good. They've been playing great these last yeah. two games. They played great. I don't great. know. They, they went up against two pretty decent say, offenses. Right. Chiefs just put Tight. up how much? 41 okay, and, points? Okay, but listen, that's the thing. The Texans took their foot off the gas. Like, they should have went for it on that fourth down instead of kicking that field goal. They would have went up 28 to nothing instead of 24. And other than that, they, that's when the, te- the Chiefs came back. They put their foot off the gas. I don't hey, think wait. Tra- I, don't I think, think you got somebody that. that you might want to add to your staff on this I don't this think they're going to do that. Like, yeah. I think that the Titans are going to keep that pressure. I mean, I don't like that one receiver on the Titans uh, for doing that Mark Ingram, that whoop, whoop, that uh, like, he didn't, <laughs> I don't like, he didn't do nothing. He had zero targets. Was like He had zero catches. Like, he didn't do nothing. So, I don't know why he did that. Like, he was a sideline guy, basically. He was a, a decoy out there. But I don't like I said, I don't think I don't see nobody slowing uh I don't see them slowing that boy down, especially if he get hot and rolling. Like like you, you saw what Earl said. He said yeah. they look like they wasn't out there Earl, tackling, but no, you <laughs> it's hard to tackle that Earl boy. Went from a defensive player to a lead block in a matter of point five seconds. <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> he stiffed on them. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tackle that boy. It might look easy like that's like like I said, like on film, teams will look at film and look at Lamar, like, all right. I could stop him doing this and stop him from doing that. And then you it's get in person, game. it's different. So mm-hmm. they probably did the same thing. All right, we're going to stop him from doing this. You get in person, you get that 200-pound back. Like you, you don't have nobody in your locker room besides a lineman that can, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, walk through and walk throughs. And you can't hit that guy. Like, you just, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to hit that guy. I, shucks, I'd have stepped to the side. He'd have been running my way. I'd have tried to attack him from behind. <laughs> Dig it, dig it. Well, then there you have it, yo. You got the NFC picks, you got the AFC picks. We done talked about the Ravens, the future, and everything. And let me tell you right now, we out of time because all of us are trying to go home and watch this college football championship, especially us two degenerate gamblers. Yeah. So we are going to say goodnight for the evening. Outsiders, love y'all. You know how I end the show. Baltimore, 
spread love, yo. And I'm telling you right now, be on the lookout for this face yeah, right man, here. Be... Can't wait to get him out there. Real soon, baby. Right. Y'all just got a little taste. And I'm just telling you, this is just the beginning. 2020 is going to be a fantastic year. Y'all have a great week. Peace. Radio show. All right, Thank you so much. All right, got it, man. Thanks a lot, man. Good questions, bro. Appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna squeeze another chair in here and we'll kiss you. All right. Okay. All right. Let me move over a little bit. Yeah. How'd it go? Good. Great. Yeah. Sounds like you're doing all right. Do you want me to take over here? Do you want to take over? Sure. Yeah. Um, Where'd you guys leave off? Uh, we finished up the questions, so we're going to go to NFL now. I'll just squeeze okay. the, the fold-up chair over here so I can run the... Uh... Okay, see, so I haven't done any Raven stuff yet? Nah, no. Okay, really. all right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right, Um. so what we'll probably do is, on this next segment, we'll run for like... Um, did you do the fade five? Yep. Okay, all right. This next segment will only run for like 10 minutes. We'll get you guys like input on the Ravens game. Gotcha. Then I'm going to bring my young guys here. Okay. Um, thank you. So, I didn't even thank you guys for coming. Is this live? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, he got this thing cropped up. I'm like, right well, I say something crazy up. I'm like, thank y'all for coming through, man. Yeah, like, no problem, this is really no right. Yeah, it's all love. It's we all appreciate love. it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna say get some. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Our uh, Ingvar's watching this. Oh, is he? Annapolis, and he says, I used to record that mom guy back yeah. when I was in the Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Shit. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, tell him I said, What's up, man? That's my guy. Yeah, yeah. Good dude. That's my guy. Were you listening? What? Yeah. Some. I mean, I, I was talking to uh, you know. I was saying, I was saying, I was saying. I was saying. Did you hear his history? Yeah. Oh yes, yes. We we talked on yeah, we yeah. talked on the phone a little yeah. bit about all of his credentials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to Why do you think I was like working so hard to get yeah. these guys to like come on? Like I mean, you know, scheduling some motherfucker, but they're here now. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. They in this motherfucker. We still live in this motherfucker. Hold on, hold on. We still live in this motherfucker. This shit about to get lit because I'm on this bitch. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, you ready to go? Sure. Okay. All right, there it is. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Open that back up for a second. Hey, young bloods. Ten minutes, all right? You gonna be re- ten minutes? Be ready. Okay.